Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly, with Norm Big Worm Snyder. Welcome in to the one station for the Fantasy Football Nation. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, riding solo today. You got me for part two of week three's Division and Vision. Hitting on the NFC East. And we'll make it short and sweet to the point. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. And if you like the show, please visit our Patreon page by logging on to patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. NFL news. And I'll just recap on some quick NFL news that we didn't get to in uh, the show from earlier. And that is a Michael Floyd signed with the New Orleans Saints. No big deal there. Simply depth move there. Uh, Dolphins head coach Adam Gay says Frank Gore looks like he did 10 years ago, and that's definitely a reach. I mean, last year, Frank Gordon looked like he did a season ago. Bunch of coach speak right there. Bunch of bullshit. Ain't buying that. New England Patriots cut wide receiver Jordan Matthews, who suffered what apparently is a nasty hamstring injury, and Eric Decker. And we'll see. Kind of falls into Bill Belichick's line of thinking. The whole the pretty boy white guy receiver. It's right up Bill Belichick's alley. He lost Danny Amendola. I'm surprised that Eric Decker was not on the top of Bill Belichick's priority list. You know Belichick's all about seeing some white dicks slang around in the post-game locker room. All right, let's get to the Fantasy Football Hall of Fame 2018 class. And here were the nominees that you guys voted on here. So the nominees for wide receiver. We'll start with the quarterbacks first. So you have Michael Vick and Brett Favre. Running backs, Curtis Martin, Clinton Portis, Sean Alexander. The tight ends were Antonio Gates and Jeremy Shockey. The wide receivers were Marvin Harrison, Andre Johnson, Calvin Johnson. And for defensive players, IDP Hall of Famers, the nominees were Patrick Willis, Warren Sapp, and Troy Polamalu. And here are the results. Quarterback, Mike Vick. Running back, Sean Alexander. Wide receiver, Marvin Harrison. Tight ends, Antonio Gates. Defensive IDP, Troy Palomalu. All right, let's jump over to the, we got the Division of Vision 2018, Week 3, NFC East. Let's get to it. Division in Vision, NFC East. Burning questions like Ron Mexico at the health clinic. Oh, herpes. All right, New York Giants, five questions. And I'll be answering all them shits myself. All right, number one. How good will Saquon Barkley be in 2018? I'll be honest with you. Saquon Barkley's ceiling to me is Le'Veon Bell-esque. It's right there with him. He's the guy that can do it all like Le'Veon Bell can. He can run. He can catch. He can do it all. That's his ceiling. His ceiling is number one running back in football. Now, is that going to happen in his rookie season? No, I, I really don't think so. However, I do think that Saquon Barkley will be RB five or six for fantasy in 2018. Yeah, he's, he's going to be right up there. He's going to be elite. I have no problem taking Saquon Barkley in the first round, back into the first round. Number two, will Eli Manning be a top 12 
fantasy quarterback. Yes, I think he'll be number 12. I think he's going to be right there. I think he's a great quarterback you can get late that's going to have some value. I think quarterbacks 7 through 12 are all going to be pretty damn close in fantasy production. And I think Eli Manning's a guy you can definitely get late in drafts that will definitely pay dividends uh, for your fantasy football team in 2018. I'm going to say he's right there between 10 and 12. Number three, what are your stat projections for Odell Beckham Jr.? If I had to get, give, if I had to project Odell out, I'm going to go 90 catches, 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns. I think that's kind of right where he'll be at. Number four, where do you rank Evan Ingram among fantasy tight ends? And to be honest, right now I have him as tight end six. And feeling pretty good about that. I think tight end six is right where Evan Ingram is going to be. Number five, who would you most like to own for fantasy from the New York Giants in 2018? That's a, that's a good question, too. I'm going to say Saquon Barkley or Odell Beckham. It's, it's a close one for me. Uh, I think I'm going to go Odell Beckham because there's a slight chance that if I'm picking in a 10-team league, and if I have picked 10, I might be able to get Odell Beckham Jr. in the second round because running backs are highly coveted in the first round, as we've seen in these mock drafts so far early on. So I'm going to say Odell Beckham Jr. because I think his value is going to be ridiculous. If he falls to round two and you can match him up with another solid running back or another top-tier wide receiver, like whoever the hell may fall there, you're setting yourself up really well. Those first two picks, man, you're who the hell's beating you in those first two picks if you can get Odell, Be- Odell Beckham Jr. in the second round. It's damn good. He should not fall to the second round, but the way, like I said, the way running backs are going right now is definitely a possibility. All right, true or false? Number one, Sterling Shepard's end-of-season totals will look like this. 60 catches, 700 yards, five touchdowns. I'm going to go false. I think he's going to be around 55 catches, 650 yards. I like the touchdowns. On point with that, five sounds good to me. Next one. Jonathan Stewart will vulture more than four touchdowns from Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I think he might. I think he could. I don't think the Giants are going to want to burn out Barkley too quick. I think Stewart's definitely going to come in there and vulture at least three or four touchdowns from Barkley this year, at least. I don't think it's going to hurt Barkley's value, though. All right, next. Eli Manning will pass for more than 4,300 yards and 29 touchdowns. I'm going to go true. I'm going to go true. I think Barkley's going to catch about six on the six out of the backfield alone. And I got Beckham going for 13. I got Ingram going for about eight. That's 21. That's uh, 27 right there. And I'm Shepard's going to get involved as well. So, uh, no, I definitely like Eli to go to top 30 touchdowns this year for sure. Next one. OBJ will finish as wide receiver three or better in 2018. I'm going to go true. I have him right there. Wide receiver three. And last one here on this true or false. Saquon Barkley will finish as a top six fantasy running back in PPR formats. And I agree. True. I'm going right there at number six. Bed shitters. <laughs> and home run hitters. All right, Philadelphia Eagles. Bed shitters, home run hitters. I'm going to list some starters for the Eagles. And I'll let you know if they're going to shit the bed or they're going to knock it out the park. Number one, Carson Wentz. Definitely a home run hitter. I'm not worried about the ACL. I know there's some reports from uh, Doug Peterson saying, you know, quite the contrary, that it's all in his head and 
And he doesn't look quite the same, at least mentally. Wentz, home run hitter. No doubt about it. Jay Ajayi, home run hitter. This guy's been undervalued. Now, I know last year, around this time, I was saying Jay Ajayi is going to be a bust when he was with Miami. He's too boomer bust, too streaky for me. That's because his ADP was in the uh, mid to late first round last year. And I thought that was ridiculous for a guy that's so inconsistent. Now, for where you can get Ajayi right now, I kind of like where he's, where that value is right now. I kind of like where that where he's going right now. I think if you can get Ajay Ajayi after round four, I think that's going to be, I think it's going to pay off great. I mean, I don't believe in uh, Corey Clement, who I'm going to get to in a second. I think Ajayi is going to be the workhorse. I think he's going to do very well in that offense. Fire up Jay Ajayi, 2018 home run hitter. Let's get to Corey Clement. Bed shitter. This guy's got a lot of hype around him. He's flashed a few times, had some big games. But you know what? Darren Sproles is back there now, too. And that dude is just known for catching on the backfield. I know Clement can do it. I think Ajayi can even do it. I don't see Clement getting a whole lot of work in 2018. Alshon Jeffrey, home run hitter. I like Jeffrey a lot. He came out at the Super Bowl last year saying that he played most of the year injured. Now he's healthy, at least according to all accounts. And I like I like Alshon to do some things in 2018. I think he's going to be very, I think he's going to play very well. Mike Wallace came over from Baltimore last year. Pretty rough season. However, I think Mike Wallace and Alshon Jeffrey are going to complement each other greatly. I think it's going to pay off for both of them. If they're both going to have fantasy value in 2018. I think Mike Wallace is going to have fantasy value in 2018. Last one, Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar looked good in some games last year. You could definitely tell there's some chemistry between him and Carson Wentz. I like Nelson Aguilar as a daily play of the week. It's going to be hard to know when to start him in season long because of the inconsistency. But I do like Aguilar. Take a flyer on him. As a wide receiver three, low-end wide receiver three. All right, over under, Jay Ajayi, 1,000 yards, eight and a half touchdowns. Call me crazy. I'm going to go slightly under on the yardage. I think it's going to be right around 900. I'm taking the over on the touchdowns. I think 10 touchdowns are a real possibility for Jay Ajayi. Over under, Alshon Jeffrey, 1,000 yards, eight and a half touchdowns. Over, over. Over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns. How about that? Carson Wentz, 4,400 yards passing, 32 and a half touchdowns. Over, 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 over. Give me about 4,700 yards for Carson Wentz. And go ahead and give me 35 touchdowns for the big boy. Mike Wallace, six and a half touchdowns in 2018. I'm going to go under on that one. I think five or six are right where he's going to be. I think he's going to get about 700 yards receiving, though. I think he's going to be a good deep ball guy for that team. And Zach Ertz. Over under as tight end three for fantasy in 2018. And I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what? I'm going to go over. I'm going to say tight end two. I think Kelsey's going to be number three. Urge two, Gronk one. And last one here. Nelson Aguilar over under 65 receptions in 2018. I'm going to go under maybe uh, 50 to 55, somewhere around that ballpark there. All right. Washington Redskins, five burning questions. Number one. Is Darius Geis a top 15 fantasy football running back? He absolutely is. I love Darius Geis. I think he's going to be I think he's going to be around RB11. I think he's going to be a borderline RB1 in 10 team and definite definite RB1 in 12 team leagues. Love Darius Geis. 
Number two, is Paul Richardson the best Redskins fantasy wide receiver? And no, he is not. I still like Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's going to be number one there. Alex Smith is going to be a dink and dunk guy like he always has been aside from last season. Jay Crowder is a good PPR guy aside from last season. Well, you know what? If you look at both their career, career records, I think it's a match made in heaven. I think he's going to be targeting Crowder all day long. Jay Crowder is the best Washington Redskins wide receiver to own in 2018. Next one. Will Alex Smith's play resemble that of 2017 Alex Smith or 2005 to 2016 Alex Smith? And like I just said, Alex Smith is going to revert back to that dick and dunk style that, he, that, he's, that we've been accustomed to seeing him. So, yeah, don't expect those kind of, don't, don't expect that kind of production from Alex Smith that we saw in 2017. Next, how will Chris Thompson perform this season? Like a damn good third down running back, but uh, I'm not feeling quite that high on him, man. He gets hurt every year. And the run that he was on early last season, that's not sustainable. He's not going to keep that going this year. I mean, I do his scoring touchdowns like crazy. That dude was like Tyree Killish when it came to touchdown production out of just nowhere. So um, while I do like him as a third down running back, I like him in PPR leagues as a low-end RB2, I just do not – I'm not going to draft him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him to stay healthy. And I think Geis is going to be so damn good for the Redskins that they're not going to have Chris Thompson play as as much as they may have uh, played in the last few years because now they have a legitimate uh, dual-threat top-tier running back. And last one here. Will Jordan Reed bounce back and finish as a top five fantasy tight end in 2018? And I'm going to say, yes, he will be. He will be right there at number five. Jordan Reed, number five. And I'll just run down my tight ends here real quick. My rankings, they change throughout the course of the offseason, and especially now that we're in training camps. So I'll just give you a quick rundown of my top, give my top eight tight ends right now. So number one, I got Gronk. Two, I got Ertz. Three, Kelsey. Four, uh, I got Greg Olson. Number five, give me Jordan Reed. Six, Evan Ingram. Seven, I think I like Jimmy Graham at number seven right now. And number eight, Delaney Walker. All right, would you rather, number one, own Darius Geis or Sony Michelle? Give me Geis by a hair. I think Geis and Michelle are both going to be dynamic stud running backs in fantasy in 2018. Number two, would you rather own Paul Richardson or Jay Crowder? And like I said, give me, give me Jay Crowder over P. Rich every day of the week. Next one, would you rather own Chris Thompson or Deion Lewis? I would rather own Deion Lewis for the consistency, but daily plays, I would take Chris Thompson all day because that boom can really boom. All right, last one here. Would you rather draft Alex Smith or Marcus Mariota? I am never an Alex Smith. I have never been an Alex Smith believer, never will be. Give me Marcus Mariota, even though he and I are on some bad terms right now. All right, Dallas Cowboys, who's on the rise? Who's falling down? Number one, Ezekiel Elliott. He's on the rise. Strong praise from Cowboys camp. They're saying that dude, Zeke, is on a mission. A man on a mission. Number two, Alan Hearns. He's on the rise right now. I'm not a Hearns believer. I'm not sure how great he's going to do there. I don't think Hearns is better than Des Bryant. Des Bryant struggled. So I don't know why anybody would think Alan Hearns is going to do better than Des did. Number three, Michael Gallup. 
kind of falls in line with my previous sentiment here about Alan Hearns and Des Bryant. Gallup is not Des Bryant, and Gallup is also a rookie. So, uh, no, he's another guy that's falling down. I know his name's on the rise, but I'm not taking him. He's not rising up my boards. And Dak Prescott, that dude's been falling down my boards ever since Des was cut. I mean, we just looking last year, when Zeke was gone, just how terrible that offense looked. That offense needs Zeke. It runs through Zeke, literally. And I don't think Dak can do it with the weapons he's got around him right now. Dalton Schultz, I think he's a riser. And I think Schultz is a riser. Now that Witten's gone, that's a lot of targets to go around. That's a lot of targets that are up for grabs. And I think Dalton Schultz is going to be one of those guys that could benefit from those mediocre at best wide receivers they have on Dallas. I think Dalton Schultz could definitely pick up the slack. I mean, damn, they need somebody to. All right, over under. 1,500 total yards, 10 and a half touchdowns for Zeke. Going over on both of those. I think Zeke, Zeke could literally score 16, 17 touchdowns this season. And I, I think he could get damn near close to 2,000 yards total. All right, next one. Over under, 3,800 passing yards, 26 touchdowns for Dak Prescott. I am going to go, I'm going under across the board on Dak. I think Dak should be around 3,700 passing yards and maybe 23 touchdowns. Not crazy about Dak this season. Next one here, Alan Hearns, 1,000 yards, seven and a half touchdowns over under. Going under on the yardage, going under on the TDs. I'm going to say 850 and six. All right, quick, true or false. Michael Gallup will lead all rookie wide receivers in fantasy points. No, he will not. That is false. That is some false shit. Some false advertising going around. People are talking about Michael Gallup like he's the next best thing. They're acting like um, like one of these dudes who uh, take an ordinary-ass rock, call it a pet rock, and start selling to kids. I mean, no matter how you want to spin it or how much praise you want to give it, how much you want to build that shit up, Michael Gallup is still a rock. And he's not going to produce in fantasy as a rookie in that offense. That offense is not designed to garner a lot of production from the wide receiver position. That, that whole Dallas Cowboys offense was built for offensive line and running back to go through that offensive line. That is it. I would not feel good about dra- about owning any wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys this year. All right, true or false? Last one. Cole Beasley will catch at least 50 passes and score four touchdowns. I'll say true on that. I'll say true. I'll go on that one. All right, NFC East division recap. Fantasy locks for the Giants. Give me OBJ, wide receiver one. Saquon Barkley, RB1, Evan Ingram, tight end one, Eli Manning, borderline QB1. Eagles, Carson Wentz, QB1, Jay Ajayi, RB2, Alshon Jeffrey, wide receiver two, Mike Wallace, I think he's going to be a wide receiver three this year, and of course, Zach Ertz, tight end one. And I'll even throw in the Eagles defense, top 10 defense. All right, for the Redskins, I think Darius Geis is going to be a borderline RB1 in 12-team leagues. He's going to be right there, number 12. Jay Crowder, I have as a wide receiver three, a very consistent wide receiver three at that. And Jordan Reed, tight end one. All right, my fantasy disappointments. I got the Giants. Well, you know what? I got nobody in the Giants. I've got no disappointments on the Giants this year for fantasy. None that I can think of. All right, Eagles. Corey Clement, I think he's going to disappoint people who believe in him. Redskins, Alex Smith and Paul Richardson. 
They're on my shit list. Cowboys, like I just talked about, Michael Gallup being the rock, man. I don't buy Michael Gallup this year, and I'm also I also don't buy Dak Prescott. I'm not either, I'm not going to own or target either one of those guys in fantasy drafts in 2018. All right, stealth mode, flying under the radar, Giants. Eli is still getting no love. I think Eli is still kind of flying under the radar. And it's not really about how good Eli is right now. It's about the players around him. And more so in the fact that I think Saquon Barkley is going to change that whole entire Giants offense, as well as the fact them having Will Hernandez now and signing Nate Solder. I think the Giants, man, their team that's going to do some damage in the NFC East. All right, for the Eagles, you got Mike Wallace flying under the radar, Nelson Aguilar as well, and definitely Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi, I think, is going to be a very solid RB2 in fantasy in 2018. Now, for the Redskins, Jay Crowder, definitely flying under the radar. I don't hear his name being thrown around. Yeah, everybody wants to talk about Paul Richardson and his, you know, one-year wonder ass in Seattle, and I don't buy that shit. Look how, look how fucking much Russell Wilson threw the fucking ball last year, all right? Paul Richardson was bound to have some fucking big weeks. I mean, fuck, Doug Baldwin cannot do the whole damn thing by himself. And Tyler Lockett just fucking blew ball sack because he's a Notre Dame wide receiver, and those motherfuckers don't pan out. So, I'm not crazy about Paul Richardson. All right, Jordan Reed is also a guy, I think, that's flying under the radar, and rightfully so because of all the injury concerns. I mean, you sneeze on that dude, and uh, I don't know, fucking dude winds up with AIDS. I don't know, just the smallest things happen to him, and that man just succumbs to, like, devastating shit. Darius Geis is another guy flying under the radar for me because this guy is good. This dude was better than Leonard Fournette at LSU. And Fournette, everybody was on that dude's dick as soon as he declared for the draft. Yeah, Geis is an asshole and told Philly Philly front office some shit, you know, and whatever. But uh, dude can play. Dude's a baller. Cowboys. I think Rod Smith is flying under the radar because this dude... He can catch out of the backfield, man. I think they're going to use him. I think they're, I think they're going to utilize Rod Smith and Ezekiel Elliott together in the backfield. And I'm kind of liking what Rod Smith can do for the Cowboys in 2018. And Dalton Schultz, another guy that's flying under the radar right now. That may change here over the course of the next couple of weeks with preseason games and training camp and whatever else is going on. But Dalton Schultz is a guy uh, that is definitely flying under the, radar, under the radar right now. Maybe he gets a starting job. Maybe he doesn't. I think he does. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. All right, home cooking. In order, I'll give you my top five NFC East players I'm going to target on draft day. All right, number five, Eli Manning, because dude barely has an ADP. Uh, yeah, you don't have to draft his ass, and he'll be fine. Where, what his value is going to be for this season, where you're going to get him in drafts at, or for agent pools maybe, and what he's going to do on the field, I think the value is too great. So Eli Manning's a guy, if I wait on quarterback, that's a guy I would target at the end of the drafts. And number four, I'm targeting Alshon Jeffrey. I think he's a guy that uh, if Alshon Jeffrey can stay healthy, he will be a top 15 wide receiver in 2018. Number three guy I'm targeting is, is Saquon Barkley. Now, it sucks that his value is so high that you're going to have to spend a first-round pick to get his ass. But that dude, man, is so intriguing. This dude, like I said, can do it all. It's definitely a guy on my list that I would target if I'm in the back end of the first round. Number two, Darius Geis. If you can get Geis in round three, I think he did a hell of a job. I think Geis is going to be right there, man. He's going to be one of the top backs in the league. Love Darius Geis. And my number one target for 
the NFC East in 2018 is going to be Ezekiel Elliott because they're going to ride that dude into the ground, man. That dude is going to be the horse for them Cowboys, and they're going to just ride his ass, and they're going to ride him. That dude just falls falls apart in 2018. I would not be surprised if Zeke gets over 400 touches like Le'Veon Bell did last year. All right, now my NFC East starting fantasy lineup for 2018. Quarterback, Carson Wentz, no-brainer there. My running backs, Ezekiel Elliott, Darius Geis. My wide receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., obvious, and Alshon Jeffrey. Tight end, Zach Ertz. And my flex, I'm going to go Jay Ajayi. Kicker, I guess I'll say Dan Bailey, but Jake Elliott probably just as good this year. And I'll go ahead, go ahead and take the Eagles defense for 2018. All right, wrecking ball players, most likely to wreck your fantasy team in 2018 for the Giants. I'm going to have to go Saquon Barkley because while I am a believer, I'm a Barkley truther, man. We still have not seen him do it yet. So there's still a question mark there, no matter how much we want to believe in him. Still a question mark there. And if you're going to put a first-round pick on Saquon Barkley and he fucking flames out, then you are going to be fucking toast in fantasy in 2018. Eagles. Carson Wentz, just because he's coming off the ACL injury, but uh, I do believe he'll be fine. But still a risk, still a factor. Redskins, Paul Richardson, because he fucking blows more cock than Alex Smith, and Alex Smith is going to be the one throwing the balls. So that's a double no-no on uh, those guys right there. Number four, give me Dak Prescott. I thought for the first couple of years that Dak Prescott's floor is pretty high, that he's pretty safe, kind of like a Tyro Taylor-ish, where you know he'll, he's good for at least 14 points in fantasy, right? Well. I'm not so sure now after that whole stretch last season when Zeke was gone and Dak looked like dog shit. So Dak worries me. Much better options out there. If you draft Dak, he probably will not be your starter for the whole season. So um, for that reason, he's a wrecking ball for me. All right, busting out. Guys that I think are going to break out in 2018. Number one, Darius Geis. Love him. Two, Saquon Barkley. Three, Rod Smith. Four, I do think Dalton Schultz could break out for the Cowboys. All right, and perhaps my favorite segment of today's show right now, five bold predictions for the NFC East. Number one, Rod Smith will finish the season as a top 36 fantasy running back. Number two, Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott, will finish as the number one running back in fantasy football in 2018. Number three, Alshon Jeffrey goes over 1,000 yards and over 10 touchdowns in 2018. Number four, Jordan Reed will finish as a top five fantasy tight end. And Carson Wentz will finish as QB1. How about that? All right, division winners and standings. Philly fans are going to get pissed at this one. New York fans, man, y'all going to love me today. I got the Giants winning the NFC East. I got the Eagles coming in at number two, Redskins in third, and I got the Dallas Cowboys coming in last, fourth place in the NFC East. And Jeff and I are into the mailbag and we did the AFC East show. Thank you for listening to today's show. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Send all your questions, fantasy-related questions, non-fantasy-related questions to theflex at fantasysportstudios.com. Also want to talk about briefly, Kevin Casey Studios, you are one-stop media shop. Whether you need voiceovers, music production, audiobook narration, graphic design, web design, television commercials, online advertisements, 
SEO, marketing campaigns, anything you need, you need to go visit Kevin Casey Studios. Visit fantasysportstudios.com and click on the partners page for additional information on Kevin Casey Studios. All right, next week, we close out the Division of Vision with week four. Jeff Kelly will be here for the final two shows of the Division of Vision, and we'll be hitting on the NFC and AFC West. Till then, have a great week. Talk to you soon. See ya! Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at TheFlex at FantasySportsStudios.com. <laughs> <laughs>